put my little tea bag in here. Yeah, man, drink that tea, dude. Okay. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're in it. We're in it. Episode eight. Whoa. Two months. Oh, yeah, two months of our nine-part series. <laughs> just kidding. We're just done. This is second to last <laughs> episode. Yeah. Oh, by the way, this is a nine-part series. <laughs> People are like, what? No. But you didn't do anything. You didn't talk about <laughs> anything in this. You were not we productive were telling at a all. Story. Yeah, we were telling a story. You didn't. Get, you guys didn't get it. It's art. <laughs> a bunch yes. of stupid little <laughs> yeah, stories. Yeah. <laughs> oh yikes! Samples of all our favorite stories. Yeah, too. I have something we need to talk about. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. I promise. I didn't know that was your sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's a, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. It said Jesse on it, and it said do not eat Richard on it. But I didn't know it was yours. So now this is the podcast of liars. Yeah, yo, liar podcast. Check it out. Maybe. No, no, no. Travis Scott, the concert. Mm. How do you feel about that? I was doing a lot of thinking about this. Uh, have you ever heard of Listomania? No. So Hans List was a piano player, right? Uh, very, very famous. And uh, he had these amazing concerts and people were obsessed with him. And he'd play these shows and people would trample over each other to see him play. And they, there'd be mass hysteria when he played his shows. right? And they created the term list- listomania. Right? And people died at his shows. you know. And so I hear about the concert and I... And I hear that people died. It's tragic. No, no doubt. You shouldn't be going to a place to die. Yeah. But at the same time, I know that everyone that died was there to see him. And they were there to get crazy. And they, by any means, were going to be there. You yeah. Because not only did, did people get trampled, but people, a mass amount of people broke in. Right? So my thought is, like, yo, if you want to go in there... You know, you enter at your own risk. And I saw some artists that I follow were like, you know, disgusted at Travis Scott and how, you know, when they're busy thinking about everyone's safety because of the pandemic, how could an artist just be so negligent? And I was like, don't fucking judge. God, shut the fuck up. Like, you, you should just understand that he is there to entertain. He's not there to be a caretaker. He's not there to make sure that everyone is safe. He's there to perform and create an experience for people, right? Mm. And of course, you want to make it safe. It's not like the experience was let loose a bunch of fucking tigers in the audience and let them kill them because then that's negligent, right? Yeah. But for people themselves to get crazy and then blame the artist for that, you know what I mean? You know, like, that's like if someone, if some kid gets hurt and you blame, like, you know, you start blaming the mom immediately. Yeah. You know, like, no, the... You know, like, yeah, their mom has responsibility, but then also falls in the kid's hands as well. Like, give the people some responsibility for their own actions, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, how about you? I, you're a much nicer person than I am. <laughs> Let me say that. Because I was like, I didn't judge Travis Scott right away. I think I did look at everything, but at the same time, I feel like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the rules or the 
fine print of everything. Like, I don't know if the ticket said anything. I don't know if they had to sign waivers. But, like, I feel like Travis Scott is, he knows that people are going to get riled up. So I feel like if a bunch of people broke in, but those people that broke in, it's like, well, that that doesn't matter. He's not accountable for those people. But I feel like there should have been at least some fine print or some waiver to have been like, yo, or or at least like a not all ages. Like the festival should not have been all ages. I feel like it should have been like 18 plus or 21 plus or should have been like, yo. But at the same time, I don't know. I don't like festivals. I've never been to one. I don't know what the rules are there. I don't know if anybody says anything. I don't know if they tell people, like, yo, don't do this or be safe or whatever. And if people break the rules. No, dude, it's just common sense. You know what I mean? Like, the, the truth is, like, if people are rowdy, if there's one rowdy person, everybody yeah, you get, you get security guard to kick yeah, them yeah, out, yeah. right? But if people are everybody bomb rushing is, the, yeah. the stage, you know what I mean? And it happens. Yeah, yeah. It happens. Remember when all those people were chasing little Uzi Vert years ago and... When he first became famous and he had to, like, jump over, like, <laughs> shit. He was, like, a track star jumping over shit just to run away from this crowd of people that was chasing him throughout the festival. Yeah. Like, people are idiots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, you say that I'm nicer. I guess I'm nicer towards the artists than I am towards the people. Yeah, you know, yeah. My, I, I, I feel like the people should be held responsible yeah, for Yeah, for sure. I think the people should be held responsible, too. I think... I don't know. I mean, and it, I think it's, like, really... I don't know. It just like gave me goosebumps and it gave me like a really discom- a, a lot of discomfort like to see like a bunch of people like panicking and like not knowing what to do and then like he's still singing and like performing and you maybe he doesn't know what's going on, right? Like you're on stage, you don't know, you're not, you know, you're not aware of everything that's going on. But I don't know. I just like for me it's like whoa, like w- what's happening? It's yeah, but he's crazy. also the hype god. You yeah. know what I mean? He's the hype god. Like, and he is so into the culture of every age group. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was like the first Fortnite concert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So little kids love him. Which is like really cool. <laughs> right. <laughs> Fortnite exactly. concert was so cool. And, you know, people were going fucking crazy over his meal at the McDouble with bacon yeah, on it. Or yeah. fucking McDonald's, <laughs> right? You know, uh... He is, he is the hype god. That's what he's supposed to be doing. He creates hype. Yeah. And then let alone that he, this is his festival. Yeah, yeah. Right? This isn't, this isn't him yeah, like at like some place. Yeah. And so people were like, you know, he needed to put some better measures out there. I'm like, he, this is his first fucking festival. festival. He's doing something that most artists can only dream of. Yeah, yeah. He's putting something together, you know. And yeah, there's going to be some fucking casualties. Because, you know, how did the fucking... All, all wonderful things in this life were built on blood. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we got our pyramids. We got our fucking <laughs> nation. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Sadly. Uh, yeah, yeah. Everything, everything. Yeah. So it's just like, uh, I don't know. People got to fucking grow up. You know? Yeah. Like, if you're going to be so dumb to bring, like, uh, I don't know. So growing up here, right? If I go to a party where people are getting rowdy, the one thing I spot, that's dangerous, that's dangerous, and that's dangerous, right? Yeah. And I think to myself, okay, is it worth it? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or do I know how to avoid the problem if it happens? Uh, if it's worth it, I'm staying. Mm, if it's not, I'm leaving. Yeah. And it's not like... 
That's all, yeah, but that's that's true though because you it's be like, aware of your fucking surroundings. Yeah, that's dingles. true. That's God. true because it's like I'm not gonna go in. I'm not gonna go in there and be like. Oh yeah, Beyonce's worth me killing myself in a bunch in a crowd of people. Yeah, like, but no, some I'm not people, gonna do that. Some people think that. You know what I mean? Some no. people are like, I will kill myself for Beyonce. But that's what I'm saying. Like like if you're willing to do that, then yeah, okay, do yeah. it. You know, but like if you're not, then yeah, you should have known better. Yeah. I I, I, agree. I feel like it's it's not like you're the only one there. You know, if you're right in the front, there's it's gonna crazy. be people, people pushing are gonna you, pu- yeah. push up against you. One, you know it, right? But then you can start seeing it, you know. You can't be. I don't believe that. It wasn't like it was just seven people by the stage, and then as soon as you started playing, a horde of three hundred masses <laughs> yeah, just yeah, showed yeah, yeah. up and with fucking swords in their hands, ready yeah, to attack yeah, them. No, there was a big crowd. Yeah, you know. And then everybody was yeah. And he's gonna perform through it because that's what a performer does. He pushes through. People are going rowdy, and you give them what they want. Yeah, yeah. It's not like he knew that people were getting killed. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could barely see if your friend is in the audience when you perform. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How are you going to see that shit? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know. Me and Sebas were talking about it yesterday. Um, so yeah, Sebas, Sebas said the same thing. But I was, I was just like, but like they're the the people that are organizing everything, like. Wouldn't they like try and at least have like more security guards like by the stage? And I mean, I know they wouldn't be able to control it anyway, but I mean, just for like at least you know he has like a reason to be like, yo, we had all the people. No, but here, but here's a funny thing for me. Every Lollapalooza, there's always someone complaining about how the security was too rough and how the security's got let let loose a little bit. And then more security isn't indicative of safety, right? And the fact that there's less security can show that maybe there's trust in the people to not like act like idiots. Yeah. You know? So in reality, it's just like the people just are, you can never. You can't like, win. With you the can't mob. win with the. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah dude. so that's true. Yeah. It's either, it's either Twitter kills you <laughs> or. You kill yourself. Astro world kills you. <laughs> Literally, it's just. I mean, you kill yourself because, like you said, like they had the, they had the audacity to go in there and know what was gonna happen. I mean, like I mean, people know, people know. Yeah, because even in his documentary, he's like, you see that people are like fucking wow. fainting and. He's the hype guy. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I was at Caminos. Uh, you know, you always check who's 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 here. I'm at Caminos of Michoacan, and I'm like, okay, who's here? Clocking it in. This place is fucking banging. <laughs> but I want to make sure I'm keeping my eye on that dude in the corner and that dude there. And I go to Giant Penny Whistle. I make sure I do my rounds, and I see, okay, who's here? Are there gangbangers in this fucking place right now? Okay, cool. They're over here, and they're congregating themselves in this corner. Let me stay away from that fucking corner. Because yeah. if shit goes down, guess what? I'm going to have my earlobe shot off. Or some shit. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. And it's not even to judge anybody. And, and the worst part is because there's this, right? Like, people are like, they're going after Travis Scott uh, for being solely responsible. And then me, I'll come in and be like, 
No, but the people got to, and now I'm against the people, which I'm not really, because I don't <laughs> want anyone to get hurt. Hmm. Right? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a, such a fuck fest. It's anyway. just, yeah, it's a hard, it's a hard thing. It's a, it's a bad. It's, it's a bad. <laughs> it's a we bad. rate this a bad. Dude, we should start rating things. It's a Have bad. a graphic that's to a, show <laughs> with, yeah. with the thumb or it's a good, all right, different we section of our podcast. We should try to figure out how to use like your little machine. Oh yeah, with it, so we the can have sounds. Yeah, we can have sounds. <laughs> we could definitely do that. Okay, let's do that. Yeah, we'll try to do okay, that. Okay, cool. <laughs> That'll be so much fun. Sick, dude. Sick. You had a photo shoot. I over did. The weekend. It was. Shout out to Alex it w- Hazel that was Studios. A good. That was, that a, was good, a good, a dude. good photo shoot. Incredible, dude. It was so cool. Incredible. I'm so excited for people to see the photos. Yeah. I got some like. Uh, my sister went with me, so I got like some behind the scenes footage, which is nice. Mm-hmm. So I'll be able to edit that and yeah. have that out. So I'm I'm excited for people to see. They got a little sneak peek from like Instagram stories and stuff, but nothing to compare with like the actual with photos the that are gonna of the come photos. out. Man, and I I was lucky to be there because I so Alex made a post and like, hey, does anybody? Well, I need I need someone to drive me around and, and help me set up some stuff. And I was like, fuck yeah, I'll do it, man. Make some money or exchange photos. And then it happened to be your shoot. And I was like, okay. It was cool. so funny when you yeah. texted me, you're just like, hey, I'm working your shoot. Yeah. It was and so I was funny. like, I was like, okay, cool. Dope. Yeah. And 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 your family, your your cousin was there and your sister were there. Yeah. And they're sweethearts. Yeah. yeah. Daisy's awesome, dude. I love Daisy. <laughs> Yo, I love you, Daisy. Daisy's so cute. <laughs> yeah, I love her too. <laughs> and what's your cousin's name? Penelope. Viviana. Penelope. <laughs> Viviana. Naomi? <laughs> what? No, Viviana. Viviana. Oh, she's cool. Yeah. They were saying how it looked like Call of Duty in there. Yeah, like the zombie levels. Yeah. The Kino. They were having so much fun exploring yeah, while like, I was freezing cold. Dude, yeah, you were. <laughs> it was, it was rough, dude. It's cold in there. I couldn't feel my toes at the end of the night. Hell yeah, bro. Anything for Salinas. Mm-hmm. You did it, bro. You risked it for that biscuit, yeah. bro. <laughs> it, yeah. it, the the funniest part is that like people won't even know that it was cold in there because it looks so it warm. Looked hot. Yeah, it looks hot. It looked like, yeah, yeah. It looks like it was like steaming in there. Right, like, exactly. Florida heat. <laughs> right, that's exactly right. <laughs> and it was fucking Chicago winter, uh, fall. Which is incredible. Just it shows you it shows you like the power of like Alexis's photography. Of lighting and yeah, yeah and, and the just the yeah. you know the, the, the spring water on the plat. Yeah. You'll see these photos right now. We're like spoiling it a little yeah. bit for y'all. But awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. so good. Thank so you. Yeah, Did you so see the Canelo fight? No, we didn't get to watch. Well, I don't really like watching boxing. It's not my thing. Uh, I don't like watching sports. You know that. But All sports. All sports. I'm not a big fan. Sebas wanted to go watch it, but he had to work, so he couldn't watch it. Mm-hmm. But I know some people that were there at the actual fight, and it looked like fun. Who? looked like fun. Uh, so the owner of the restaurant I used to work at. Tequileria. The, the owner of Tequileria, David Suarez. Motherfucker, open the restaurant. <laughs> I mean, stop going to the stop Canelo going fight. Stop going to fucking Canelo fight. Open we the restaurant. We need money, David. Yeah, what are you yeah. doing? Open the restaurant already, dude. <laughs> okay, the Canelo. Yeah, the Canelo fight was awesome. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I saw I this know. dude. Okay, so the um, this the, the opening card was this um, undercard was Hernandez versus Darrell. And Darrell knocked out Hernandez in the fourth round. My man went like, Whoa, like he like windmilled his arm around and, and under, uppercutted this oh, dude. Uppercuts. Under undercut. Under, <laughs> he he undercutted his no yeah under un, uppercutted his face, bro. 
incredible. And then they play that shit in slow motion. And the fist is still going like this. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and everything else was like super slow, but his hand was going extra fast. Knocked that man out. And then Canelo, man's a king, bro. He came out with a golden pancho and hyping everybody up. Yeah. And, uh, and Fed, yeah, yeah, Fed, he sang um, uh, El Rey. Oh, nice. Yeah, as That's he walked so out. That's so cool. And I'm going to have to watch that. Like the, the intro. Sick. And I knew that Canelo was going to win because during the national anthem, you know, you have your dude there singing the Mexican national anthem. He rocks it. And then this artist, she sings the American national anthem. And she just killed it. I mean, as in like bad, she killed it, like smothered yeah. it to death. It died. Oh. Yeah. Not kill. She didn't kill it like good kill it. She killed it like a negligent mom would kill it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I knew from that moment, I'm like, Mm-mm. White guy's gone, man. <laughs> Caleb Plant is not going to win. That national anthem had no love. And, then, you know, she did something that was very, like, like very artistic. Like, what an artist would do. She fucked up. And then she went like this, like, touched her hair. Because she knew she fucked up. And she That's got so nervous. Stupid. And, you know, we do that. Like, you know, you do, like, you could, there's tells. You know, we have our nervous tics when we fuck up on stage. Yeah, yeah. What's one of yours? What do you do when you fuck up? Um... Oh, I don't think I'm like self-aware enough to know, but I know that I used to like shake my leg a lot when I was oh, playing the guitar yeah. and I mess up. Yeah. Um, I also just like close my eyes like tighter uh. than usual. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't see it, it didn't, it didn't happen. happen. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, yeah. So I just like don't want to see people's reactions, so I'll just like close my eyes. Oh, that's funny. You know? Yeah. But it's like there's no feeling in it at all. It's just like me closing my eyes. Yeah, I it's funny because when if if I'm on stage and a musician I'm working with messes up. Like, if it's not my band, but if it's if, it, if it's my band and someone messes up, I, I you know, I kind of yeah do <laughs> one of these and my fucking face expands. If I mess up, I, um, really bad, ugh, I'll probably go like a, you know, like oh. that one. I'll like stick my tongue like, you know, I learned that from my grandpa whenever he'd get in trouble by my grandma. He'd just look at my dad and go like, <laughs> you know, and then my dad would do that to me, and then I do that to Gabriel. <laughs> so we're just gonna keep going. Yeah, okay. that's when we fuck up. Uh, but that poor girl, she really did a terrible job in the national anthem. How did you feel about Fergie when Fergie did the national anthem that one time at the? You know, out of context, that shit was hilarious, right? Like out of context, yeah. you're like, what the fuck? And I didn't even know what part of the song she was singing. It was um, just like funny because like she was like so confident about it yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> And which is wild because there was a video of her doing it a couple years before that and she killed it. Yeah. It, I mean, like, did it well. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. She wasn't a negligent mom about it. <laughs> and uh, she did a great job. And then this one was a very artistic direction. But it was very artistic and it was poorly executed. <laughs> you know? So it was just like... Whoa, 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 you know? Very poorly executed. And like, the who, line, ding, ding. <laughs> like, who saw that and didn't tell her anything? That's why I don't want yes men around me. Like, I want you guys to tell me, like, bro, that looks... No, like, don't do or that. maybe it was just her ego being like, oh, uh, just wait. <laughs> you'll see. You'll see. So what have you been working on? Oh, you'll see. Oh, she didn't tell anybody. Yeah, I didn't tell anybody. No. Check this shit it's out. It's such a bad. No, no. Yeah, yeah. That's a negative. <laughs> that, that's it's a bad. bad. <laughs> that's a bad, dude. 
Um, <laughs> it, yeah, that was a really particularly bad national anthem. I had to sing the national anthem on Sunday at another little boxing tournament. Yeah. At Power Gloves. Shout out to Power Gloves. Thanks for having me. Um, and I was like, man, I, I was talking all that shit about that girl yesterday. I was thinking to myself when they asked me to do it. So I was talking all this shit yesterday. And here I am going to fuck up the national anthem. And I didn't. And you didn't. Good job. Mm-mm. I've seen the national anthem twice, I think. Yeah, twice. Yeah. And it's yeah, it's nerve-wracking. It's it's nerve-wracking because it's like such a it's a notorious for people messing up on it. Yeah. You know? So it's like you don't wanna be one of those people. And mm-hmm. so, you know. The first time I sang it I fucked it up real bad. Oh really? I did a real terrible job. I thankfully didn't, but and it, it was some it was for the um what's it called? Like when they do the airplanes in the summer. Oh, the the air and water show yeah the air and water show the plane show the plane show yeah. <laughs> the plane and the water show the plane plane yeah. i did it for that and it was like i was like Whew, i'm gonna have to actually like do it well i cannot mess up on this like yeah did and you have the lyrics no i didn't i didn't okay sing sing me a little bit no no right no now. no no now, come on <laughs> sing me a little bit you're the best little bit right now uh, how does this start no, Richard, I can't do it because I don't know. No, don't come make on, me give do a taste. It. Come on. And the rockets, red glare, the bombs burst. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like how you started off um, a little nervous, and then you're like, no, I, I'm, I got, I got this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the change was audible <laughs> from Jesse podcast Jesse to singer Jesse. <laughs> <Singer> <laughs> Yeah, yeah dude. but it's um, it's a it's a scary thing. But then you're mm. there, and then you got it. Mm-hmm. Once you're in it, you're in it. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. There's no going back. No going back, baby. <laughs> it's funny because like my sister was asked to sing that, and she didn't want to. She's like, I don't think I have the range. I'm like, Patty, if I have the range, you, you definitely, definitely have, have the range. Yeah, yeah. Come on, girl. And she's like, and then we sang it together like after church on Sunday. Just to sing it, because yeah. I was just teasing her. And uh, and she fucking killed it. Yeah, of like, course. It's so easy. Of course, it's, yeah. It, it, it feels like insurmountable, that song. Especially because it's had such big high notes. Yeah. But uh, it's all cool. It's good. As long as you start low enough. Yeah, yeah, that's the hard part. Yeah. That's the hard part, knowing where to start. There was this one guy in a Bulls game. Oh, no. <laughs> and he was singing the National Anthem, and he was like... Oh, see. And so he starts that high, right? And then by the time he gets to And the Rockets, oh, you hear me goes like, and then he goes, And the Rockets, Red Glare. Pobrecito. And then he's like, Oh, you go to, and then later as it keeps on going on, he's like, uh, I'm going to get you back. I was like, I'm going to get you with this one. And then he like tries to do another run, like trying to win back the crowd, and he just fucks it up again. No, pobrecito. That was real funny. Uh, shout out to that guy wherever you are. I yeah, hope you're doing man. okay. I forgot his name. That was back in the nineties. Mm. Michael Jordan era. Hmm. He's probably dead. No, uh, no, don't say that. Poor guy. He probably died at Astro World. <laughs> no. Uh, no, I don't think he'd be going to Astro World. You think he would be a guy to go to Astro World? Did he look like an Astro World guy? This is probably his first time. He's like, hey, I think this will be good. Because mm. he's probably like old now, right? Yeah. So he's probably like all ages. Oh, it's cool. all ages. It's all ages. 
I'll go. I'm an eight. <laughs> Dude, dream concert. Dream concert? Yeah. I think. Hmm. Dream. Uh, I think Beyonce, because I haven't seen Beyonce. I've seen like all my other favorite artists, but Beyonce, mm. I think, would be one. Like mm. only a Beyonce concert, because I've, I've seen Beyonce and Jay Z together at Soldier <laughs> Field, but like it's not the same as being like yeah, just, just a Beyonce, Beyonce concert. Yeah. But I don't know if she'll ever do one again because it looks like she's just kind of like doing her mom thing, you know? I mean, she's still like a her. boss lady, but, you know. Boss lady. Hell yeah. But it looks like she's I think she's she'll like, do a concert. She's so, so, so young. Yeah. She's going to be diva for life, dude. That's so cool. I saw this video of her when she was younger. <laughs> she's like maybe eight or nine. And she's like, she's like directing everybody on what to do. Like, mm. Kelly Rowland and then some other girl that they had there. But, like, they would sing at their mom's salon. And, like, she would just direct there. But she's like, okay, she's like, you did good on that one. But, like, try to do this instead. And it was just so cool that, like, your personality will always be your personality mm. when you grow up. You know, poor, like, she's always. Poor Kelly Rowland. Poor Kelly Rowland. Man, she, <laughs> she fucked her up, bro. I remember there was this, um. <laughs> this is a clip of them when they're Destiny's Child and they're just introducing, you know, it's like Beyonce's like, I'm the lead singer. And then Kelly Rowland, when they asked her who she was, she's like, I'm like the second, I'm the second lead singer. Oh, Which and then she was. was like that, Yeah, right? and then Beyonce's like, what the fuck yeah, are you talking about? But she like- was the second lead singer. <laughs> she wasn't the background singer. It was Kelly fucking Rowland. But. Yeah, she had, she had some sass to her. Yeah, she still mm, does, bro. A little sad. She got my, uh, she. She made my boy uh, Jay Z, bro. She 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 took him out, man. Yeah. <laughs> Jay Z, man, he'll never be a respected put, artist ever she again. She fucking put him back in his place too. Hell yeah, <laughs> she was bro. Like, Shit, you cheat on me, I'm gonna fucking, fucking expose fucking, you. Fucking uh, Jay Z with his famous lyric in Big Pimpin', "Fuck him, leave him, cause I don't I don't need him." And he's like talking about how he's never gonna get married and shit. And I'm like, okay, oh, dog. Okay. Oh, okay, just she another. Made him get married twice. She gave so. him joys <laughs> back in the chapel, boy. Dude, she's like, we're gonna renew our vows because you fucked them up. So you fucked them up, bro. And then you made a <laughs> shitty album on top of that. <laughs> what was four forty four? Is that that one? Yeah, it's a good it's album. That one? It's a good one. Yeah, but I think Beyonce would not think it was good because <laughs> that was supposed to be his lemonade, and it was yeah compared to lemonade. Yeah, it was, yeah. Wild. The lemonade is crazy. Lemonade was a visual masterpiece. And she hired so many fucking artists to do that record. She had a whole team do the whole retreat. A whole... I wish I could have a retreat to make an album. Yeah. One day I will. A whole retreat. Mm-hmm. I believe that. There's... They did like a... Well, for the Beyonce one... I don't know if it... Yeah, for the Beyonce album... They like she like took a bunch of artists to the Hamptons, yeah, and like they all just sat there and recorded. Not sat there, but like they all just like were the, together and recorded for like days. Mm-hmm. And like that's so cool, you know. Yeah. Like imagine like that'd be like all of us, like me, you, Gabacho, Jocelyn, like all of us like getting together and just doing an entire album. That'd be mm-hmm. so cool over a weekend or a week or two weeks. <laughs> yeah, Kanye for my Twisted Dark Fantasy took all the boys out to Honolulu, Hawaii. Nice. They took them to Hawaii and they play like basketball every morning. And, you know, had a- that's so cool. I feel like that's like the best way to make an album because everybody's yeah. just kind of like chilling and yeah, relaxing, doing what they need to do. Yeah, that's so cool. 
I really enjoyed how they did. J. Cole did that too with like Revenge of the Dreamers. Like yeah. All of his record but label. That was and really other competitive, people. right? Yeah. So like the. Well, at least for the um, the documentary that I saw, yeah, like everybody was writing in different rooms. Like you know, there was different rooms had different beats and everything. Trying different to get producers their verses on trying to get track. their verses on there, and then they had a bunch of songs in the end, and only a few made it. Dude, I would have like my verse, and it's like Richard, you just wrote "caca" a bunch <laughs> of times. "caca caca 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 poop 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 poop," but I finished first, baby. <laughs> so you gonna so, use it? Or? I'm gonna. No, <laughs> man, I hate this. Be funny, man. Yeah, but I love J Cole. He's my fave. He's your fave. Yeah, your I fave, think so. Fave? I think so. Yeah, it used to be Beyonce, but like I feel like Beyonce's like a lot, like very untouchable, and that like. And you feel like J Cole's more relatable. Yeah, and I think that like makes me feel at home mm. when I listen to him. It's like. Ah, okay, you're a human being. Yeah. Like, I don't idolize him. It's more yeah. just like, I just like you and I like your music. Yeah. And I would be, I would love to meet you, but like, I respect you enough to not, mm. you know, like, not fangirl over you when mm. I see you. Whereas, like, with Beyonce, you're I just feel that I'm dude. definitely going to fangirl. I'm gonna, oh my God! <laughs> it's you! So, what does a J stand for? <laughs> Jermaine. Jermaine. I knew that already. I'm sorry. I don't even know why I asked. I'm so dumb. <laughs> Would you be mad if I changed my artist name to Jay Garcia? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, hell yeah, dude. That'd be sick. That would be cool. I was like, so why did you change your name to that? I don't I... know. <laughs> Little someone named. Why don't you call Jay. yourself Jesse instead of Jesse Garcia? You start calling yourself Jesse Genius. Jesse Genius. Mm-hmm. Mm. The way it doesn't roll like... off the tongue is. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's... I was like. Mm. <laughs> Yo, bro, terrible suggestion. Um, why don't you change your name to Jesse Godzilla? We don't have to go with the first couple. We can keep brainstorming. Okay, you know? how about <laughs> J Godzilla? Oh, no. So it's so the Godzilla part goes or the J? <laughs> the J. Oh, yeah. Okay. The so J, for the sure. The J goes. Yeah, so Godzilla. Okay, so, so Joker Godzilla. <laughs> Richard. Yo, Joker Godzilla. Godzilla with like Joker makeup. Aww. That's like every 38-year-old and 8-year-old's yeah. fantasy right there. Such like a wide. That's like man-child and child-child. Child. They man relate child. to that. Holy shit, if Godzilla had Joker makeup. Yeah, You're okay. getting to that age, Richard. Yeah, I'm getting there, dude. I'm going to be living pretty. Uh, Your birthday's coming up. Yeah, January. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. It's gonna be so much fun. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're gonna invite me to anything that you do, but I'm like, that's gonna be great. I'm now over I, here like. Now oh. I have to invite you. <laughs> oh yeah, that's juicy. Oh my phone died. Oh no! <laughs> At least we heard it. Yeah. Anyway. Your birthday. Yeah, so my birthday. <laughs> now I'm, now I'm gonna have to invite you because you brought it up <laughs> publicly. No, I invited myself publicly. Yeah, so now yeah I have exactly. To be there. <laughs> it's okay. I'll just Facetime you wherever you are. We'll just take a picture with my face yeah. on the phone. Jesse, yeah, you're like, he's what are you doing? And you see like me, all these roller coasters and all these people. Like, this is the best. And you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. 
No, I'm just I'm just chilling at home. <laughs> you sure about that? Shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> she said what's in the background. Oh, <laughs> that's so mean. Daisy's like, yo, Richard, what's <laughs> 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 You know what? Everyone but me. Oh shit, shit. That's just shut up, shut up. What's up, dude? <laughs> nah, no, nah, I didn't be like that. Night always in the back. <laughs> yeah, I got dead turn. That's just fine. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, no. She was so cute this morning. Sebas was sleeping like to the side like this. And then behind him, she was also sleeping to the side <laughs> like that. So cute. Oh, man. Dogs are so awesome. We went to the park yesterday to have a picnic. Just to really enjoy the beautiful Sunday that was yesterday. And um, so many dogs that like, came up to us to get to know us. Oh. Yeah, so many dogs. Little poochies. Like a corgi, little poodles. Beautiful dogs, man. People got beautiful dogs in Yeah. Pilsen. It was wild. Yo, so November 5th um, was the five-year anniversary of when I was almost killed. And then November 2nd was the eight-year anniversary of when I got married. Yeah. That was your anniversary. Yeah. It was your anniversary last week. So eight years married, baby. How does that feel? How do feels you feel? Feels really good, man. Uh, it was a blessing. Uh, we went out to. I brought like food to Betsy during my lunch break, and I, was like, and I brought her flowers and a balloon. Aww, and I was like, "Here, Burba, so I love you, girl." And then she's all excited. And then we picked up the kids after work, and we like took them to Chinatown, and we like had all this food and just really spent time together as a family. And we walked around, and the kids were super happy. Betsy and I were just super happy. And then that following day. We took photos together, like just to, I wanted to make sure we had like just encapsulated that moment and, you know, to, to really just show all the, all the work that we've been putting in, you know, to our family yeah. for eight years. dude. And then that Friday showed up and I was just like really understanding like, damn, dude, five years ago, I was, well, I was almost murdered on the streets of Chicago by gun violence. You know, How that's you, a bad. That's a bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good podcast. We don't condone the use of gun violence. <laughs> Never. Yeah. But how do you feel like when you lead up to such like a, an anniversary of such a traumatic event? Because I know like for me, the fall is like a very, ooh, like as soon as September hits, I'm like, yeah. I, I get a little, yep. yeah. A little, a little sad. How, yeah. How does it feel for you when you're like, do you start getting a little bit more antsy, like anxious thinking about it or... You know, because I, I kind of, uh, I, it's a bad thing and a good thing that whenever something bothers me, I kind of am very uh, decisive, or some people would call it impulsive, to go against that, right? So uh, I'm very much a fighter in my spirit. So when things get difficult, I tend to just like shut it down mm. and not shut it down in a way that like I ignore it. I shut it down like I am doing an action to deliberately go against the feeling that I'm feeling, right? And so where that'll, in my younger years, would get me into ruining relationships or cutting people off because it was just, I was in my feelings. But for scenarios like this where there's a traumatic experience, I do everything and I, I can to, well, earlier, I did everything that I could to just reverse that, you know, like... Two days after it happened, I showed up to the exact same spot that I got shot at. Uh, well, at gunpoint, right? You know, uh, is crazy. Uh, like, I, like just to let everybody know, 
um, uh, for like five years ago, I played a gig. I was by my car and I saw that there were people behind. Like I saw, I saw there was a shadow in front of me, and I'm like, okay, there's somebody behind me, right? And a per, like a dude got had a gun in his hand, and he said, "Give me your keys, give me your keys," and uh, I was just like in a stunned silence. And then he pulls up to my left side, and he extends his hand, and he's got the pistol in his hand. He's like, "Give me your keys." And I don't say anything except for, give me a second, man. I can't even think right now. And I yell at him. I'm yelling at him. I know <laughs> it's not funny. Or, but like, I know. Yeah. We're yelling at each other, right? And he gives me a second to think about it. And in that moment, I, I, I freak out and I flip and I grab the gun. And we start fighting for the fucking gun, dude. I know. In my head, I was like, I'm going like, no fucking that. And I just like grab the gun and start fighting. Uh, and it was so stupid. And then we stumble away from each other and he still has the fucking gun in his hand. Right. And then he fires at me. Boom. And in that moment, I'm just like, uh, I got uh, what? I got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I just start running, running as fast as I can. And he starts chasing me and shooting at me as he's like, and then, and then sirens start going off, right? So he starts panicking. He's looking to get into my car because he wants the keys to my car. I don't know where the fucking keys are. I hide behind this car. And then as he's running away to avoid the cops, he passes me up. And he fires at the car that I was in. I mean, behind. Yeah, yeah. And then he runs off into the nighttime. And the cops did catch him. But uh, but it was just wild. It was just fucking wild, bro. Uh, and so I get back to my car. My keys were on my car. They were just chilling there. I put them up there and I started texting in the middle of the nighttime in Chicago. Uh, and so I got shot at. That's what happens. <laughs> Um, but two days after that had happened, I showed up to, mm, I showed up to that same spot. I drove like right up there and I kind of just stood in that and I held space there, Yeah. you know, because I was like, I'm not going to let this fear dictate me. No, 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 man. You can't let it happen, you know? And, and, and just for transparency's sake, you know, it was a black guy, you know, and I have black friends and, and it was the same thing where. I was like, you know, I started noticing like a hesitancy around black people, you know, when that had happened because there was a trauma associated with yeah. it. And I'm like, no, you got to shake that off. And then you deliberately go and I go against that. And then I expose myself more to that fear until I know that the reality of the situation is that was just an individualized instance. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And it doesn't, it's not representative of a larger group by any means. Right. Yeah. And so... We just have to continually do things like that. And I, I do that. Yeah. And so yeah, this anniversary of it was just gratitude. Because I was thinking, uh, Rocio was born that year. Mm. And how old was she? It was, if it was November, which is the 11th month. month. She was eight months. Oh, wow. She was eight She's months. Almost like Renato, no? Mm-hmm. Almost like Renato's yeah, age. Yeah, a little bit younger. And like right before Christmas. So like, imagine me dying. Yeah. And Rocio growing up without a dad oh, has no idea what it looked like. Gadi, little baby, little over, like one, gonna be two. So he, he'll have real no, he'll have no real like image of my of me yeah, in his mind. Yeah, yeah. I would have died before the holidays, right before Thanksgiving. Uh, <clears throat> right around our anniversary, Oof. it would have been a tragic, horrible time for 
for everybody in my family, you know. Thank God oh. I'm alive. You know? Yeah. That's a bad... That's a bad story. Bad story time. But it's a... <clears throat> it's a fun I'm story. I'm glad you're alive. I only though. came out of it with the story. I didn't, I literally... When I, when I got home that day, I got buck-ass naked. And I was like, <laughs> Betsy, check me. Make sure I don't have any bullet holes. Because I grew up with stories of people getting oh, shot at. Your, your grandpa? My grandpa got yeah. shot. My dad got shot. Everybody in my fa- my great grandpa was got shot and he died of gangrene. Wow, it's just so a like this is generation like curse. I don't know man when the 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 invention of the gun was the worst thing that happened to my Juarez bloodline. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? But so my dad okay so the way the story goes is that my dad and my grandpa were both shot. The bullet went through my grandpa, hit my father in the chest. Oh shit. Yeah. And my dad, you know, with the adrenaline rushing, took his dad to the hospital, right? He said, my dad's been shot. My dad's been shot. And, you know, they took him in. And then the the doctor was like, why are you bleeding? He's like, I'm not bleeding. This is my dad's blood. And he's like, let's take off that shirt. And he had a bullet hole in his chest, like right in the sternum. That's insane. (sighs) Like right here. And it, and and it was like a couple inches away from his heart. Damn, y'all got some angels around you, some strong. We got ass. some. We got some bullet hold angels yeah, in this bitch. You know? bro, that's insane. I got, I got three X's on my chest, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's wild. That's crazy. And hopefully, you know, as time goes on, you know, my great grandfather was killed by gun violence. My grandpa had been shot multiple times throughout his life. My dad had been shot once. I had been shot at and almost killed. And my son will shoot people. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, I'm just kidding. no, no. no, no. Hopefully, he'll never no, have to worry. No, he will never have to worry yeah, about any never, of that, yeah. that stuff. No, 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 no. No, no. <laughs> no we're getting the power yeah. back. No, um, be a responsible gun owner, please, everybody. Uh, yeah. So, with that anniversary, I just feel like, I just feel so much gratitude. So it's much good. gratitude in my life. You know, I'm glad because that's, that's longer. It's been longer than I thought since that. How yeah. many years? You five said? years. Five. Uh, I don't. I don't think I knew you five years ago. I think I met you like a year after. Yeah, yeah. After that. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't actually. We put out a record one in 2018. Yeah. So I met you 2017. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I met you 2017, and this was 2016. Yeah. 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 yeah, so like a year after that. Yeah, that's it was crazy. wild. Man. Imagine that then I would have never met you. That would be crazy. Oh, that's insane. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad you're here. <laughs> I'm hey, glad you're alive. Yo, thanks. Shout out to life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, and then Trump got elected like like a day after or the next day. After you got shot? I, after I got shot Oh, at. yeah. And then so everybody's insane. like crying on social media and like people were like so distraught. And I'm like, hey, man, life's not so bad. It could be worse. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you never like know. Your perspective bro. Yeah, is totally yeah, different than so everybody different. else's. Yeah, I know. Yikes! I was like, hey guys, tomorrow will be another day, guys. I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember going into school the next day. Everybody was all quiet. Yeah. Like Near death experiences will make. Yo, how, how was that for you? Because you were in high school when you got elected, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was a senior. Yeah. Was I a senior? Yes, I was a senior. People, man, it was rough being Mexican when he got elected, bro. 
Yeah, and my my school was majority Latino. Yeah, so, so they were pissed. Everybody was just like, like all the teachers didn't know what to say. Like they were just like, "All right, guys, like we know, like today's not, you know, today's a very somber day. Somber is a good way to put take it. A, take it easy today, whatever, mm-hmm. you know. And like the teachers would just all of them would talk about it, you know. They would just mm-hmm. all like address it. Cause yeah, there was a lot of kids in our school that were undocumented and. Yeah, but thankfully we're past that phase. Thankfully he's, you know, not. But I mean, there's a lot of work to still do. So there's so much, dude. There's so, so much, much work. work. Still, always there will always be a lot of work to do because we're dealing with a world. Yeah, you know, we're dealing yeah. with a lot of people. So yeah, in regards so. to immigration, it's just such a delicate subject, you know. And I know I feel like every Latino person has a vested interest. And seeing people that they love and they care about being taken care of or having documentation. Yeah. Um, and man, it was a little, it was scary. You know, it was scary when he got elected, which is so interesting because uh, I feel like sometimes we don't think about it in those terms. You know, I think we can. I think if we can relate that feeling of like that fear or uncertainty. You know, and I feel it, it's so surprising because I remember I saw a lot of people on social media like crying, weeping, mm. specifically white people and white women. And then I saw a lot of like somber Latinos because I guess that was just like the way to cope with it, right? Just because I feel like we were, I feel like Mexican people are extremely resilient. Yeah, they are, yeah. You know, so it wasn't going to be tears. But it, in that day, the day after, it was just very like, okay, what what next? What's next, yeah. yeah. what are we going to do, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it was, it's a hard thing. Like, I, I didn't realize, like, how much people go through crossing the border and things like that until I met Sebas. And then Sebas just kind of, like, explained to me everything and... It's insane, man. Like, it's crazy. Mm, like, yeah. kids get drugged in order to, like, get here quietly. You know? Yeah, like it's really rough. Pregnant women, like, have to do the same thing that other people are doing with a child inside of them. Like, yeah. You know? Like, you literally have to cross a river. It's not like some imaginary story for pity. It's like, literally, you have to cross a river. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like, and that's still happening to this day, like, as we speak, yeah. you know? like It's dangerous, man. Uh, <sighs> I know my father-in-law was telling me that on his travel, right? Because he took my sister-in-law up. Uh, we can probably take that out so he doesn't get in trouble or anything. Okay. You know, it's all stupid. But, I don't know. Uh, a person I know uh, <laughs> took their daughter up, and they were telling me that, like, because he had his daughter, some people would people would look out for him. Like, for example, you know, um, there was an instance where people would have their things, you know, mm-hmm. people bring their chains or their gold, whatever, with them. And as they were getting, entering, like, this place, this building... This guy was like, hey, uh, just to let you know. He told, he saw my father-in-law, he saw, he saw this guy. Ah, fuck it. And he saw, <laughs> he saw this guy and he had his daughter. And he's like, hey, I just want you to know. What you're going to see right now is not real. Uh, and so, so just make sure you calm, you take care of the girl. 
And like some dudes eventually showed up and they stole everyone's jewelry and their stuff. And they were acting like they were there to rob them, that they weren't a part of the coyotes that were, you know, yeah, it was like, yeah, it was all like, yeah. it was like an inside job essentially, right? And so like the coyotes were taking them up and they had another group of bandits that were going to rob them. And so because he let my father-in-law know, he was able to comfort his daughter knowing that like, yo, it's not real. Don't worry. We're safe. Oh, yeah. To not yeah. traumatize her. Yeah. And that's what he did, you know? But like, there's just so many ins and outs of that thing. And they got across, you know, they got across they and then they took it, a plane. Yeah. And it's so weird. They took a plane from Arizona to Chicago. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, at the airport, like, you know, they've been walking all day. It's not like they have a different change of clothes. And they walk for like two days straight, three days straight. They're all dirty. And they clearly don't look like they're supposed to be there. But it's all... It's like the people that have that money, they buy out the airport. They buy out the airport workers, right? And so, like, they had two tickets for them, the person in the front. You know, here you are. And they just got on that plane, and everyone knew, you know, and this was coming to Arizona to Chicago. And they clearly looked like they just crossed, right? But nobody's going to say anything, and they didn't get in trouble. And as soon as they got back, the family grabbed them. Boom. They're safe. That's yeah. crazy. It is crazy. So crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, there's instances where, like, kids have to wait, like, days for their parents to pick them up at a certain oh, place in Texas or Arizona or wherever they cross. It's it's crazy. And the fact that, like, people still have to do that because there's opportunities over here. It's like, yeah. You know, well, at least, you know. There are opportunities yeah. for sure. It sucks though. People have to live here, like they have to literally live to work though when they come here, you know. And they they're able to make a good life, but I think it takes a lot of years. <clears throat> it does. A hard work, and a lot of hours. Yeah. You know. So it's it's like it's a perspective to take in order to be grateful for people that came before us and came mm. over here because it was hard and it was difficult and we are able to live out the dream that yeah. maybe they couldn't live because right. it did take so many years mm. so it's a good thing to think about it's a it's an important thing to think about yeah. it's to constantly remind yourself you know it was also day of the dead yeah november right? 2nd yeah yeah november 2nd yeah. uh and uh that was really powerful for me as well. Do you guys make an ofrenda? We don't make an ofrenda, but we are deliberate about spending time to think about the people that we lost. Yeah. Um, and I noticed that a lot of people, well, this this year in particular was very difficult. And yeah. a lot of people lost a lot of friends and family, you know. And, yeah. you know, we're nothing without the people that have built us up. Yeah. You know. In one form or another. No one's ever done anything just by themselves. Mm -hmm. No one's ever gotten it alone. Mm -hmm. You know. There's nothing to get if you're alone. Yeah. You know. Um, so this is the this is the somber side of the podcast. Somber. Yeah. Somber. <laughs> That's a somber. <laughs> um Aww. Yeah, so yeah, just let's remember all the people that we love and that we've lost and 
if you guys want to just send us a message or a comment about like some of the people that you care about, please, yeah, man, we'd love to hear your stories. I know that a lot of people shared their stories about people that they've copied from and gotten yes. trouble from. Uh, a friend of mine, I, I asked her if I could share this. One of the comments was uh, uh, Liz, and she's uh, half Chinese, half white. <laughs> she said, and they were like, oh, yeah, someone copied off me because they thought I was smart. <laughs> and then I got a bunch of fucking hats. <laughs> and just completely ruined them. Jokes on yeah, that person yeah, yeah. that tried to cheat. It was so funny, dude. Oh, my God. But, yeah. But, yeah, if you want to just share your stories, please. You know, yeah, we, we love the comments. That. We love the engagement and, and where everyone's been at. Yeah, yeah, so it's been it's been a a good week of yeah. nice celebrations. Yeah, it seems yeah. like yeah, which yeah. is really awesome. Steps forward. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's something there was a nice there was great news that we got um, last weekend. I can't share it on here, but I'll share it with you afterwards. So it was it was amazing, and it was definitely like a relief. Like oh. It was just a really nice. It's nice when you receive good news out of nowhere, you know, yeah. something that you've been waiting for, and then you receive it, and then you're just like, "Oh, it's such a relief," and mm. you know, your plans change, but for the good, and so I'm excited. But yeah, we definitely. It's been a good week. Yeah. It's a good week. It's a good, <laughs> it's a week, good dude. week. It's a good week, dude. I'm excited to start off this week too. Yeah. Yeah, super excited to start off this week. Hey, on Sunday, I'm gonna. Um, Meet up with uh, Brendan, Which the one? pianist uh, Lester's. Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, he's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So he had made he El Cubanito. Yeah, yeah, yeah. El Cubanito. Yeah. <laughs> he shared a beat on his Instagram, and I was just like, "Dude, send me some more of these, or if you have some on sale, like I'd love to yeah. like." And he's just like, let's just meet up one day and let's like Sick. work. So yeah. I'm so excited. He's so talented. On Sunday, dude. we're going to get together. So it's going to be really, really fun. Sick, dude. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so I'm super excited for that. That's what I have coming up this week. I'm going to see Melly's too, which is really nice. Who's Melly's? Melita. Oh, Melissa. You're yeah. Yeah, Melissa. Okay, yeah. 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 So I yell like the nicknames and I'm like, <laughs> all the nicknames. <laughs> Melly's. Melly's, Melita. Memelitas. As as she likes to call herself, the old Melsters. Oh, the old Melsters. <laughs> she's so dumb. She was drunk and she's like, yep, it's the old Melsters. <laughs> <laughs> That's a name you give yourself when you're fucked up, dude. Hey, Melsters. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. That's going to be great. What, do your, what does your family call you? They call me Gijo. Mm. Yeah, family calls me Gijo. I've had that name since I was a, like before I was born. Yeah, I remember. I remember Betsy called you that once. I think. Yeah. And I was just confused because like she kept saying Gijo, and I was just like, "We have a new family." Yeah, member. yeah. Like, I don't... Where's little baby Gijo? <laughs> Is that the dog? <laughs> Is there a cat in here that I don't know about? Uh, yeah, no. Gijo. Yeah, it's actually a diminutive of the of the word Luigi, but that. I'm not Luigi. That's not my name. <laughs> yeah. Luigi. Luigi reminds me of Linguini. Linguini. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's an Italian name Linguini. with the L. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> I think it comes from Topo Gijo, like uh, the little mouse, little pup, oh, mouse okay. puppet. 
that was really famous in the 70s. And so my dad watched that show when he was a kid. I think he just called me that. But, you know. What's your favorite Mexican candy? Do you like duvalines at all? Duvalines? My favorite Mexican... I do not like duvalines. Duvalines is just fucking sugar in a cup. <laughs> I fucking hate that shit. Uh, it tastes like crap. Um, you know, for me, I, I don't fuck with any Mexican candy that isn't spicy. Oh, okay. So you like like the spicy, yeah. sweet stuff. Like there, tart. I, I fucks with the mazapan every now and then. Yeah. But... I want, I want mango. I want a spicy lollipop, vero, a piña one, mango, yeah. or a piña, or Ooh. my favorite, sandia. Ooh, okay. I like the piña ones. Oh, those piña ones are so good. There's I also- used to put them in water when I was younger because they were too spicy for me. So I put them in water and then... Give it, give it here, dude. Give it here. Ew. Imagine you're like, like a whole No, spice. no, 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 no. Give me your fucking Mexican card right now, dude. Mexican card. <laughs> give it to me. It's been long gone, Richard. Yeah. <laughs> you know how many times someone tells me that? <laughs> you're not Mexican. You're not Mexican. <laughs> nah, because my boy double Mexican. He's That's like, hello, Mexican. Yeah. <laughs> my man. My cuate. <laughs> my cuate. <laughs> Uh, yeah, man. He wa- he like actually listens to the podcast. Yeah, yeah, it's so nice. Good. Yeah. Yo, what's up? What's up, Seb? What's how you Shout doing, out to dog? You, honey. What's up, dude? What's up, bro? <laughs> also, a coworker of mine. Her name is Amsella. Nice. She she was just like, hey, she's like, so when did you start the podcast? She was just asking me about it. Yeah. She's like, when do you do it? She's like, it's really cool. I really like it. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, thank you. Yeah. I'm gonna shout you out next episode. My, my boy Victor hit me up. He we go to church together, and he's like, I've been waiting to tell you all this whole entire Sunday, but like, dude, I love the podcast. Aww. When am I gonna hear the new episode? I was like, it comes out every Wednesday, and he's like, okay, cool. And then my sister-in-law loves it. Good. Uh, everybody that I've talked to that knows it, they get excited for it. I went to uh, the Bueno, Bueno Days. Um, yeah, uh, how was pop-up. that? I wasn't it was able awesome. To go. It was awesome, delicious, so and I'm good. so excited for them. Uh, but they were listening. They told me that they were listeners as well. Oh, so, good. Yeah, so they're excited about the podcast. Oh, Let's so keep going fun. and try to get some sponsors. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. I really, really want to get us the neon light that says it's a good time here. I'm going to try to get it. I'm going to try to get it. Because I I really, really, every time I edit the video, I'm just like, oh, that would be so cool to have, like, it's a good on there. That would be incredible. (laughs) That would be so much fun. Yeah, but people are really enjoying it. They are. People are listening. Yeah, I'm glad you guys are enjoying it. I'm glad you guys are. Appreciate it. Loving our conversations. Yeah, dude. We we be talking a lot. A lot. (laughs) We don't stop talking, dude. We have to put on a timer to get us to shut the fuck up. (laughs) Okay. Quiet time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we need to breathe. (laughs) Just be like... Yeah. (laughs) I know. It's important, I think, uh, to just be able to have conversation. You know? I feel like we're good at it. Yeah, for I feel sure. Like we can gab it up. Yeah, for sure. I, I also find myself starting more conversations now, right? Now that yeah. I'm doing the podcast, especially with you, because you're a lot more like outgoing and you are you initiate conversations. I do. Um, so I find myself initiating conversations, especially at work, because that's where I usually am when I can mm. kind of be around a lot of people. 
But yeah, I like love helping people at work and then being like, oh, where are you going? Are you just shopping or whatever? Mm. And it's just like I see a different side of myself that Mm. like I just haven't been out of fear, haven't been able to kind of like express and now being able to just be like, hey, do you need help or whatever it is? It's it's so much fun learning about people. It is so much fun, dude. I I was on a walk. We were having a picnic yesterday. And as we were walking to the park, there was this guy and he was just taking pictures of like a bunch of bottles or something we didn't know what they were yeah and uh i was like yo what is that he's like oh it's just salsas i make and uh and i was like you what can i buy one and he was like okay yeah and i bought one of his salsas oh. shout out to yayo salsa Woo. yeah bro, right there in, in here in pilsen wow. bro so he just is like selling them mexican dude and uh, it was good as hell, bro. That's I gotta, awesome. gotta take a picture of the bottle and give him a shout out too. That's so good. But uh, yeah, that's was, so cool. It was awesome. I've it was so always cool. just meet new people. Yeah, dude. I've always had an interest in people, <clears throat> like just like people observing. Like when I was younger, yeah, and we'd go to the airport. Um, I'd see like girls my age, and like I just. I just want to know what they had in their backpack. Like, I just wanted to know what kind of, like, girl they were. I don't know if that makes any sense. But, it like, makes sense. I just, like, I would see them with, like, I'd see, like, a girl with her journal. And then I'd see another one with, like, I don't know, like, a Playboy. And then I'd see another. That's what it's called, right? Not a Playboy. <laughs> I was about to say. Wait, who? What? There's a little girl with a Playboy. And then her no, dad immediately got arrested afterwards. <clears throat> no. Game Boy, you goofball. <laughs> Fuck. Jesus. I sound like my mom. <laughs> yeah, you are your mom. I'm a, I like, Dad, can I get a Playboy for Christmas? No. Bah! 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 I am so hey, embarrassed. I'm sorry, Bam. everybody. That was my that was my Mexican mom's that's side a, coming out. No, that's your, uh, that's your uh, what do they say? Your Freudian slip. <laughs> what is that? A Freudian slip is, uh, so Freud would talk about how we're only thinking about sex all the time. <laughs> So sometimes we'll just let out something sexual in the middle of just a conversation. There's like, there's no, no, okay. You like naked ladies. I get it, Jesse. Ay, ay, ay. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> but anyway, I was very interested. In the Playboys. In these- <laughs> I was very interested in all these people. So now, like, I find myself still having that, like, interest <laughs> This is going the wrong way. Uh, I know you like people. <laughs> it's <turned> off. <laughs> okay, we'll turn it back on and then end it, yeah? So we settled down, yeah. We yeah, yeah, yeah. we settled up. We, yeah, we gotta, we gotta chill. That's enough. Yeah, we've had enough for yeah, today. We've done too much talking because <laughs> now things are coming out of my mouth that should not. <laughs> <sighs> A lot of people can relate to you, dude. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. It's okay if you like Playboy. It's girls. okay if you like Playboy girls. Girls. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Playboy. Was there a comma or a space between what you said? Playboy. It's okay if you like Playboy, <laughs> comma girls, yeah. or it's okay if you like Playboy girls. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? What are you telling me? Both. Girls in Playboy. You can and girls, both. it's cool if you like Playboy. <laughs> both. All right, guys. Thank you so much thank for bearing with us. Yeah. <laughs> it's really early. So. Thank you, uh, and thank you for. We love next you. episode will be Jesse's intervention. <laughs> no, that's. Uh, be me with the Playboy magazine. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> You're hurting everyone that loves you. Um, <laughs> I just can't wait to watch it back. <laughs> what the fuck did I just say? <laughs> All right, guys. Take care. Have a we good one. You. Peace. <laughs> Bye.